0: Good afternoon, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, and welcome to the When calls the heart after the first season. It wasn't predictable like I didn't see this coming it, it threw me for a loop it had me on its train it was I was going for the um I was going right for the, for my stuff and then all of a sudden just scourge just turn left come back around and gone back on my channel again it's like okay since you all know how to play tricks in this plot I have to congratulate Hallmark on the when calls the heart after sh- when calls season eight I have to give it to them turned it around, they gave good explanation, a lot of people left, we got some new people. I'm really happy about it. The ending anyway. Like, it was good. Like, we even had some of our usual side characters came in for their own special little moments. I'm talking about you, Florence, and my girl, and Bill. So it was all good, all I swear. So i have everything all blasted off into chunks and subjects I might be all over the place but i the whole damn season so y'all know so let me tell y'all now i can do a little segment called what got on my last nerves now i think we have a couple and they turned it around by i don't know a couple episodes in or maybe the episode right afterwards but A lot of people got on my nerves like a lot and there's one person at the top of the list let me see if you guessed it right I'll give y'all a couple seconds one two three four five um, um, okay time's up what is your choice and who got on my nerves this entire damn season is first place Mountie Nathan yeah, this Mountie that he got on my last damn nerves. Oh, I couldn't remember my episode, but he didn't sting. He wasn't good with Allie, he wasn't good with Elizabeth. I could say he was good with his job, but that's about it. And considering what we found out about Jack. Doesn't hold entirely true. I mean, I can't blame him. But honestly, I didn't. I, uh, I, I was never a team Nathan fan. I was always team Lucas. And honestly, I thought we was gonna have a, like a redundant series with uh, Jack wannabe coming up in here. But he made himself his own person. He's had the same thing with Elizabeth and Jack had with they always bucking heads. Like, they legit backhanded. I mean, but Lucas Buckhead too, but she buckhead Nathan way more. And I honestly saw so many reasons for them not to be the other, because he was so annoying. Man, he got on my nerves. So that's my first place for who got on my nerves this episode. I'll tell y'all the rest by the end, or maybe throughout. Give them some nice places, you know? So let's go on. First batch I have in my notes, we have Florence and Ned. I didn't see this combination coming, and when it did, I loved it to pieces. Y'all, Wendy, when I saw Florence, I knew Florence was down, and she was all about no change, women's skates, get down, you don't need to be doing an office management. I mean, it took off the Abigail on Abigail, strain a lot, but it was good. Sorry, there's the ice cream truck in the background, but seriously, like, Florence used to always be the laughs and got on my nerves over the seasons, but this, this, I have to give it to her this season. She's, she's, she's good. And when I saw that, and the fact that she had a son, I don't remember. And the fact that, um, one of them have another child that I didn't know existed. And honestly, I forgot about the fact that this child, Elizabeth, had like one backstory where she was an inspiration and she wanted to be a teacher and she gone off and come back. I mean, she had the regular only child of daddy girl's reaction to this marriage, which was I don't want you to get married, but it wasn't for the reasons that is usually the reasons. The reason is she didn't want her dad to go through the same grief. Be like, you had someone you loved, and then you lost that someone, and then the grief that was written all over your face. I have never seen my father like that before. I don't want to see him like that ever again. Is basically what she was saying, and that's why she opposed the marriage. Oh, I am back. Okay, we're back. So let's get back to these notes. So I mean she finally made up when Elizabeth had like one little realization which I thought was the nail in my team Lucas's coffin. Cause it was they started off with going like it was going towards Lucas earth, and then you keep seeing these little side glances and mesmerizing looks off into the distance and dramatic pauses between her and Nathan. And you swear, I think she just denying herself the entire um, couple of us who was together by themselves. <sighs> and then neither a wrench in that plan. I decided to just twist the whole down thing on the end. I, 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 I was impressed. I was impressed for Mark. I was impressed. <sighs> anyway, let me go back. Um, so, Florence and Ned. So, Florence being a little um, phone answerer, operator. And we have Ned working his shop they finally got together with their families the parents had some more children that couldn't make it but all's when that ends well because daughter came around when elizabeth finally came to her and she was like um don't you i mean like if you don't take a risk with your heart that means that you won't get as many rewards You'll be safe, but you won't feel the enormous amount of joy and the enormous amount of pain that comes along with it. They each come hand in hand, and they're both worth it at the end of the day. We realized that we thought that Elizabeth was guarded the entire time, and Lucas was the same. choice. lo and behold, that was not the case. But I mean, I didn't think it was the case at first. I mean, I. I mean as it was going on I thought maybe because at the beginning like they had these little lovely moments the sexual tension was legit I mean all that do that one nice and they had so many things in common and I thought they was gonna give Elizabeth a different kind of partner instead of a bounty again then I just didn't like Nathan Uh, but I guess it turned out for the better and she as she was explaining her own heart to this little girl who was idolizing her, she kind of looked within herself and realized what she was doing, which ended her choice, which also gave Ned's daughter her choice. And she ended up coming to the wedding. And the wedding went off without a hitch. It's a very beautiful wedding. <laughs> And I like how the dress that... I <laughs> didn't you know how Florence was so picky with all these styles. Rosary was going out of her mind trying to figure out what the hell this woman wants. You see, can't be too low, can't be too short, can't be too inventive, gotta be Florence, it gotta be still beautiful, gotta be simple, can't be too simple. So many things. And I like how her best friend was on the case. Her best friend, Molly, was on the case. My girl, oh! And she'd give her the dress that she'd buy to impress Bill with, which we thought didn't impress Bill at the time. Mind you, the next day, he was like, oh, Molly, that was some dress you was wearing yesterday. I was like, well, I can't. I got, I got, I was like, you do that on purpose? Really, you do that on purpose? I was trying to feel if you do that on purpose. He saw it yesterday, looked up and down, and then keep his thought to himself, and then decided to be um, trying to get up on next episode. And, you know do it when she wasn't expecting and it, making a it, thing like, that her plan didn't work when it did work and he just kind of reinvented it for himself in his own moves I was like okay I wasn't sure if Bill was into Molly like that but I guess so I guess so like I didn't I didn't know it was gonna happen I thought Molly was just gonna be crushing and Bill was getting on me about it but then he is and I was like okay I was like okay I was, like, okay. I was very proud it was very nice like it was so good. Oh my guys. Okay, right, and then we have Ned got into a little accident. A couple of times. It was back. And then with I think he had appendicitis. And births and he almost died and he had proposed to florence during his coma and when he woke up it looked like he was gonna take it back and florence had a lot on her face and the fact that she took so long to say yes in the voice place, and then he, looked, he was regretting it when he woke back up i mean that scene gave me so much life. i was like okay okay then dad okay then you know how to flip the script too you was bad as Bill, all right then y'all know how to get you ladies all right then all right then y'all got these sisters it out <laughs> <laughs> he's like nah I mean he got cold feet on wedding day of course but Florence kind of reassured him she was like even if we don't get married we're gonna be together for a very long time I'm not going anywhere and I kind of reassured him he's like even if we don't get married she's still gonna be here but she'd to get married and I want to marry her even though these cold feet ready to take me across the road or across the county so Ned put on his big boy boots and I like how he asked Henry to be his man of honor uh, I couldn't I was like yes best man Henry Henry kind of made up with everybody before he left. He made up his money that he took from Lucas with the business. he gave the Lucas over to, he gave the business over to run to my boy. He was very upstanding. Um, what his name is again Mike I think so it's Mike. He was very upstanding he's very cute he's very crushing on Fiona. I wasn't sure. At first, I didn't think my girl liked it, but honestly, it seemed like she might like it by the end of the crush, or at least by the by the time he do not even crush on you no more. She may be one of those girls. Or maybe he know how to play and get his girl, too. Maybe my boy playing the long game. We don't know. We don't know. I could be taking lessons from Bill and Ned, being player-player. So what else? So they had a beautiful party, they had father-daughter dance, mother-son dance, they switched it up. And I like how after the honeymoon, Florence came back by herself, he was kind of worried, lo and behold, Ned made or invented band-aids. I was like, yes, he invented band-aids. And y'all know that theme song, I love that theme song, Band-Aids. But I like to sing it, I don't get copyright. Like the band aids were good. I like that. How my boy kinda, you know? Created something all for himself. Oh, it was an ulster that Ned had. Mm mm-hmm. um, I think that's it. Oh, they were, um, I like how Ned and Florence was discussing their grief over their partners lost and the trauma it put them through and their kids and their family and how they'll get through this together and how they're gonna be a new family. It was very heartwarming, very heartwarming. All right, now. We have Bill upset over his years of service to the Mounties because they want to take his Mountie suit back. You're like, you go through the police academy or whatever academy you go through, you have all these years under your belt, and all of a sudden they decide to take your everything back your medals, everything. Why? Because you must see either promote to something else, which has a totally different rank and file and uniform, and I don't know, they want recycle all of them. Or you get, I don't know, dishonorably discharged, or just discharged, and you've been on an army too long. I don't know, but they take all your medals and map, and my boy was feeling the type of way about it. I mean, I don't understand. I mean, I can't understand, understand, but I understand. I was with Bo, I was like, oh, my Billy, do you like that? And I like how Molly was the one that kind of commemorated the moment for him because he was all um, pouty about it for a couple weeks or at least a couple episodes. He got to put it on and we finally see him in his bouncy uniform as he goes back to return it. And you know, it was very cute. Everybody came off, um, came out and congratulated him and clapped all while in the background Nathan and Elizabeth kind of screaming at each other. Luckily everything's so loud, I mean, i glad Molly put together a little fanfare. It was like, perfect moment for that. I was like, okay then, so that's what we're doing. That is what we're doing. Um, let's see. Oh, and it looks like everybody in the mayoral race. We have Mike, we have, um, Bill, we have, who else? I think Ned? I'm somebody else for the race, I wasn't sure. I was going to say Rosemary, but Rosemary already found her passion. But it's Lee! It's my boy, Lee! It's my precious little um, walkover match only for Rosemary Lee. Oh, Lee is so precious. My God. I love how he can't say no to Rosemary for nothing. And even when they finally like do get into a fight, you know? No, I tell you, I found another something that got on my nerves this season and even last season. They brought up this topic that they refuse to talk about. Get into depth about. Go through the actual procedures, go to the doctors, find out the actual solution. Why can't Rosemary have babies? I mean, it was touched upon. We had little small little moments, but I don't think it was enough moments to warrant a big conversation that needed to happen. I was highly upset was that was a, a situation that got on my nerves. that whole Rosemary and baby situation it's just not talked about. It's kind of just glanced over with her with her looks and her acting, how she just kind of looks far off and sad and remorseful and all type of emotions just flood her face whenever that situation just pops up in a conversation. I was highly upset that we never got to talk about this Willie. I was highly upset. I thought we was going to get it this season, but we did not. I hope you all um, fix that next season. That's not even about my last nurse. Don't do that to me next season. Fix it. Fix it. Fix it. Talk about Rosemary and the babies. Have a deep conversation. Let me see my rosé. She could do it. My girl could pull off it. I know she can. All right. I got on a little break, I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. Alright, next we have Faith and Carson. Um, okay, now hold on. With the Bill and Molly situation, it hasn't been officially developed or an official couple. It's been acknowledged by a lot of people, yes, but that's about it. Like, Florence knows about it because Florence has been helping Molly. Um, it looks like he's acknowledged it, um, it looks like Elizabeth and the rest of the girls know as well. I don't think anything else. Alright, we'll go back to Faith and Carson. So Faith and Carson, after their long, um, and my girl came back and she was doctor. she wanted to stay in Hope Valley and, you know, thing up. But then as soon as she came in, um, Carson got his dream job offer. To become a surgeon which was always his dream since he was a baby and he can't stay for faith because he just always resent her whether he realizes it or not which faith realizes and tells him he needs to go now they were talking about how love is forever and sacrifice um, is sacrificing and um loving and doing for the person the person doing for you and then like Carson thought that him not going to his things was sacrificing and then no faith reminded him that it's not it's self-sacrificing and it won't help us at all in the long run. You need to go and have your dreams, like how I had my dream and hope that when you come back maybe we can get back together or maybe you'll meet someone new over there or maybe I'll meet someone new over here. We don't know. But it looked like they was Splitsville since my girl come home as she was riding into town. I mean, she looked legit when she was riding into town. I was like, gone me!" But, nah. Now she's the town official's doctor while Carson's away studying. That's about it for that one. Let's see. Yeah, she doesn't want resentment or drama in her career. It took a while for Carson to even recognize her as a doctor or... Recognize her in an f- official capacity as, as a girlfriend doctor, yeah. As a doctor, doctor, not so much. She was kind of talked over, mansplained, you know, etc. He had to check himself, and Faith had to check him. And he even got her a doctor bag as some sort of symbolism. It looked like they went well going forward. They did well on um, Ned's case and Henry's. I think it was blood pressure, cholesterol. What else? Hmm. Now Carson's not giving up. He tried to propose, but basically she was dreading the moment, and then she kind of regretted it when she, when he left and didn't say anything. Because as like, soon as the coach pulled away, she figured he'd still be right there, but he wasn't. They were kind of just on two separate pieces. Either one was behind the other, one was in front of the other, but they were a page behind each other. Page ahead, either which way, we're not on the same page. (sighs) So getting married was not a good idea. Well, not then anyway. So what's next? I think it's oh, we have Nathan and Ally and Elizabeth. So. One of the reasons they think that I'm my very last nervous this entire season um, is mainly with Allie. Because I, like, I was like, how is Lucas more, um, how you say, worried about Allie in this situation in your triangle with Elizabeth being her teacher and mentor more than you are? I mean, he was so down, pushy with his feelings. I mean, Elizabeth flat out rejected him and he wanted to be still in it. And I was like, fine, you could still be in it, but don't put pressure on her she already answered you i mean if you want to keep going fine but don't actually impede her life in any way and by you keep going you giving hope to ali that this might happen and you have ali putting up all these parent trap situations with the judge and then um with the midnight evening i was like and then you ended up ali and her having bad relationship for a hot minute because of your misunderstanding and not knowing how to back off and when to back in or at the very least keep your progression of Elizabeth even though she rejected you a secret from her at the very least be cordial and be friendly in front of her and then you could go do your business elsewhere I mean you'll get berated for it because she doesn't want anything to happen but you're still gonna do it anyway but at the very least you are aware enough not to do this in front of your niece at least you're aware enough. How is Lucas more worried about Allie than you are Nathan? It took Lucas and Elizabeth to get him to realize that this was a toxic situation he was creating. I was like, fine, you won't go after you girl. Do it in the proper way. With manners and respect and awareness of your surroundings and responsibilities. I oh got a last hand. What a sick man. Damn it, Nathan. That was one of the main things i got on my nerves this entire season how you was going on with elizabeth and you your forward thinking of trying to get her back i like the thinking but i didn't like the um execution of it at all and just kind of leaving ali in the wayside for everybody else to realize and then you realize later i mean he even had things to say when i and when um rashad brought up ali i was like he's actually worried I mean, if my boy wanted to be pissy mad and, and throw a tantrum about all these situations between you and Elizabeth while he was technically going out with her, he could have done that. He legit could have done that. You know I mean, how many times Lucas was, you know, was allowed to be out with Elizabeth you, and he didn't? He reined himself in. He brought up maturity. He understood. He was a proper gentleman. He was a proper person. I mean, like... That's why I'm his team, Lucas. My boy know how to carry himself on. I mean, he, we probably gonna learn, and maybe next season he gonna need to learn how to let some of those feelings loose, because look like he was holding back a lot. It kinda, it all got released by then, because he got what he wanted, but I'm pretty sure those feelings aren't gonna go away. He's gonna have to find a way to deal with them. Hopefully, in a healthy way. I want them to last. I like how Rosemary explained it with Elizabeth, one's going to come in for a season, that was Jack, it was a beautiful season, he got a beautiful baby out of it, and then the next one is going to come in for a reason, that's Nathan, to so realize and say goodbye to Jack properly, and one's going to come for the rest of your damn life, and that is Lucas baby, that's my Lucas and his beautiful ale, my boy and his beautiful ale, I love Lucas here, I just wanted to run my Android door. Oh. He's so sexy i love lucas oh, i love lucas and i loved his personality how he fit the situation how he sat understood talked i mean he even had a little tantrum with elizabeth about how him and his mommy his daddy was getting a divorce and he didn't know about it but elizabeth knew about it but she was put in a bad situation by her mother while they was doing our manuscript oh and she got her book my girl got her book published she got it out she got it bound she was published she was in Another published author. She even had a little reading with Dukas at the end. That was very cute. I was like, Yes, Elizabeth, you got your dream. You got another dream, is what I mean. That's beautiful. So I was happy about that. And then how she was like, really? That's 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 to be going with. Oh so I did not like Nathan at all this season. How he went about going after Elizabeth is of wearings of Ali, and him pressuring Elizabeth, I'm like, even when Bruchard lost, he gracefully bowed out. He allowed Elizabeth to go towards her potential future, her true love. She didn't hold her back. He didn't try to push his feelings onto her. He didn't try harder. He lost, he did his best, and he lost. He gave her freedom to do as she wished. That was the straw that broke the camera's back for me, and that was probably the one that did it for Elizabeth as well. Glenn, you could clearly see the difference in when she rejected Nathan and when she rejected Lucas, or rather, when Lucas bowed out because he thought he was about to get rejected he's like all the signs are pointing to it I mean I was with him I thought for sure my body was gonna get rejected and he was just on a gracefully bow out, so it wasn't no more humiliating or heart-wrenching than it already was Hmm? I thought that that was the case and lo and behold we were both wrong we were both wrong so what else Um, let's see so another thing that got on my nerves with Nathan was a Jack training accident I was like why did it take so long to tell him and I was with Elizabeth no one asked you to come here and feel guilty about the fact that he stepped in for you I mean Elizabeth was for a hot second mad and maybe wanted those two to be replaced which was understandable but she eventually calmed down and realized I mean she even snapped at Rosemary they wasn't friends for a couple of episodes that got on my nerves again that was the third thing that got on my nerves Elizabeth with Rosemary I was like you were in the wrong why did you take so long to apologize to your best friend and get her back you and Rosie not talking got up my last nerves, Elizabeth. I wanted you to apologize and you and I wanted it to be over. I wanted you all to be together and be happy. I mean, like, I already see that sad face on Rosie whenever she talks about babies and when she's with Jack in special moments. I don't need to see it also when it comes about you. I don't like my Rosie sad. She's my favorite character. My favorite guy character is Lucas, of course, and my favorite girl character is Rosemary. So I'ma need you, Elizabeth, to not do that nonsense again. She took way too long to apologize to my girl makeup, Way too long. What else? So when it comes to verses with Nathan and Lucas, it was like Nathan was more of the kind of the mountain guy, while Lucas was more of the suave Casanova. Once, how you say... Let's see. Let's think of adjectives that to try that that describes them separately. I guess Nathan would be more rugged, and he would be more handsome. I'm trying to figure out what the difference is, but I can't exactly find the words. I hope y'all understand what I mean it when I split between Nathan and Dingham and Lucas. <sighs> And I wasn't even sure about Elizabeth's choice for a lot of reasons. Why? Because she was giving out a lot of body signals that wasn't making no sense to me. I was like, while you rejected Nathan, you were still looking at him longingly while you were with Lucas. And when you were with Lucas, or rather, no, when you were with Lucas, you were still thinking about Nathan. When you were with Nathan, it looked like Lucas was an afterthought but i kind of got it once they explained the fact that it was more of the fact that he reminded her so much of jack it was kind of like an echo or past love kind of beckoning to her that she wished could come back, but can't so she had to finish off her grieving process but to finally let nathan go she loved nathan but she wasn't in love with nathan figured that out it took a while it took a while for me to understand I was kind of happy about the explanation because that was the best explanation they could give that I could understand why he, why she was always looking at Nathan so longingly well she um, I put this in air quotes chose Lucas so I'm going to have to give you deducted points for that Elizabeth about how you went about choosing Lucas that was terrible if a guy did that to a girl we would have been up in arms that was very bad you shouldn't have felt that like you were stringing Lucas along and you were kind of keeping him on the men's while you were I mean I know he gave you to do that, but I didn't particularly want you to actually take it What you want? She's attached to my foot, what you want? You gonna do something stupid with it Okay, sorry, How was my puppy. Alright, um, where else was I? So we have I already told you all how much that got on my nerves. We have Henry and Chris, who apparently is his son. Henry has a son that we didn't know about who they were estranged. They finally got back together. He the son was actually bad kinda news. He was into petty crime, so that was okay. But still, was crimes regardless. He stole a car, and he stole his watch, and he was into Lee and Rosemary's niece. And my girl was into him too. She was all about the bad boy. Or maybe she saw the fact that he was only slightly bad. As in, he only did petty crimes, not big ones. So, that was all good. Alright. So i mean he did get to finally go off with his love into the sunset he even sent his father back a little picture of them out with you know the newlyweds and told him everything you know (laughs) so that was good right that was good right so Henry kind of, like I said, he made amends with everyone and kind of just left all of a sudden. He made amends, and I think it was to go find Abigail. I don't know about the rest of you, but I think he was going to go find Abigail, because it looked like he always regretted not getting together with her. I mean, we always thought that the Abigail and Henry storyline was going to happen, but when she kind of left the show, it was kind of a thing that was of the past. But then... She kind of talked about it with other people, with Ned, with Bill, with himself, with his son. Talked about how a girl came in, did him wrong, made him better, wanted them to be happy together, but he waited too long. I think he's going off to find Abigail. I'm hoping he is. He gave Lucas back his money, he made amends with Bill, he fixed his son before he left. Not so much fixed, but covered his mess before he left, and then it was all it was all Gucci. He gave his business over to Hickam, I think that was it. I mean, the Henry storyline was kind of wrapped up with a nice little bow. If, I mean, Abigail ever comes back, hopefully they come back together. I don't know if he wanted to leave the show, it was just his time and that's what happened with Henry. I mean he was kind of defensive about his son, their relationship was rocky because he wasn't really in his life and then he came in at the last minute um, with an apology and what should be done and invited him out, well not so much invited him but he invited himself. They decided to try and run the business again for a minute. It was good. While he was seeing his little boo on the side, he left. When she left, because he took so long to see her off. I was mad at him. I was like, why you take so long to see your girl off? I mean, like, why you take so long? She was waiting for you. I was highly upset with him about that. But luckily, he was a smart person. And he went out and got her back. So I guess that was all good in that. And that piece. So that's the go- the Gowan storyline. We made up with everyone before he left. I mean, even everybody didn't even want him to leave by the end. He was an official member of the town. Everyone loved him and was gonna miss him. I don't know if everyone was aware that he wasn't coming back, but some people were aware of, you know, the fact that he was leaving. So what's next and then we have the faithful family the pastor family that came in our nice family i'm assuming from the frontier and decided that this was their way of life right now so how were they going to live this life we have a pastor who wasn't sure if he wanted to be a pastor who got recruited by lee to be the pastor uh she had a uh, little boy, and a blind girl, who was very good at the piano, who played at Florence and Ned's wedding. Um, And Elizabeth got certified just for her to come and try to go to school with everyone else. Have a normal child development, you know? It'll take a while, but Elizabeth did it. And then with the how you say, I guess it was the school's director that kept saying that they wanted to integrate Hope Valley's Jack School into their district because of the influx of kids and people that are gonna be coming next season, apparently. We're gonna have another influx of people. Hopefully they're all good. And new kids and everything that's coming in and is gonna be joining that school and they're not gonna be able to handle the load by themselves. Yeah. more so that's how that's gonna go um i mean she tried to work with the with the guy elizabeth for a hot second and it looked like it was going to work right it looked like he was understanding how one student he was thinking that this one blind student was gonna hold the entire class back while the class decided that this one blind student was already a part of their class. So they were going to stand up for her or not go to school anyway. Which showed him what the school was all about. And what the people in the school was all about. Because he was like, the other students aren't going to support him. Here are the other parents. And don't behold, he was wrong, of course. Why? Because it's Hope Valley. They support each other. They support each other and they love each other, you know? So that was all good for the pastor. And we have the wife, Minnie, who was very protective of her daughter and her family in general, and who wears the pants in that relationship. She was very nice, and she was very defensive with Elizabeth. And especially protective of her daughter, too, because the last time she went to school, she was picked on and bullied, so she was homeschooled for a while. But Elizabeth finally earned her trust after sessions of teaching Minnie. And it looked like everything was going to go well. And we had a small setback with the other school guy, you know him coming in and saying maybe you love to integrate and you're not officially certified to teach a blind person so if you decide to your school will get shut down or something but they stuck it to the man protest and they got their way everyone started off school at the same time it was lovely. now we have our official pastor who officiated flo and ned's wedding of course and then we have who else joseph who was trying to figure out if pastoring was right for him it took lee and some little odd jobs around town to figure it out but he did he figured it out he figured it out it took a while but it took a while but it finally got you know the best course of action everything was all good yeah apologize for after effects all right so what else we have next um oh Minnie, Minnie was also afraid of the prejudice i'm assuming racism didn't come into effect because it wasn't as obvious or maybe that was the case but we got the prejudice about the blind that's about it the thing about race and i didn't realize that I noticed later on that When Call Star doesn't have a lot of black people. You know when your eyes start opening up to the reality of life? I still love the show entirely, just like how some people love friends, but it's still what it is. So, what's next on our agenda? Who haven't we talked about? Talk about Elizabethan? Um... Elizabeth and Lucas, who were so cute. When I say they're cute, I mean they were cute. I mean, when they had that dinner at the end, and when they had a similar dinner in his office, i telling you, the sexual tension was through the roof. They were so cute. And I loved his answer for everything. I mean, he was very sensitive about his parents, but it was understandable. He got a little childish about it, but he understood. They made up. It took a while. They had wonderful, meaningful conversations while she was with his mom, getting his book published and manuscript overturned, I guess is the word. What else? Talk about the Elizabeth and Rosie fight over Nathan finally admitting the fact that he's the reason Jack's dead, or rather, he was Jack's replacement. And Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth was kinda n- didn't know how to feel about it. And Rosemary sorta kinda jumped to the conclusion or down her throat about the fact that it wasn't his fault. He was trying to empathize that, emphasize that with my girl so she doesn't blame him. But I was more along the line of he took so long to tell her in the first place and he made all these assumptions to come here and protect her and Jack all by himself was more of the things that I was mad about. And I was like, why are you making all these assumptions about other people's life? Jack didn't even know you at the time. Huh? I mean, really? I mean, that could be an inflated sense of self, maybe because he's a bounty, but honestly, that's another thing that got on my nerves about Nathan. Really? It was another thing. I was like, really? Why are you taking so long with this? I mean, why? Why do you have to take so long with this? That's another thing I love about Nathan. I mean, Lucas. He gave Elizabeth space when she needed it. With Nathan. With her son. With her friends. I mean, she even understand about the whole um, jerk situation. She was understanding about everything. So why couldn't this mature multi-man do the exact same? Or at least do similar? I mean seriously. Why well, you have to get on my nerves like thing then? Why? Alright. What's next? <sighs> Hmm. Oh, Fiona attached herself to the barbershop where she became the barber lady and made days for women's hair and guys' hair and guys wasn't all, all that show about her cutting their hair. It took a while for her to get into business and the swing of things. And then another person that got on my nerves came into the fact it was Jesse and his terrible decision-making skills. I was like, you lost you and your wife's life savings. I was with Clara with throwing you out. I was like, whenever Clara decides to forgive you, I'll forgive you as well. So Clara decides to forgive you. I'm okay with you now, Jesse. You're going to have to earn back my love and affection. Because he got on my nerves again. I thought he was done with all of that play play situation. Luckily, um, the guy came back to try and scam other people. So I try and figure out. It looked like it's a storyline for the next season. The scammer, scammer. Who's apparently using the old pastor family's house for some sort of operation that our girl Rosie is working into I mean it took a while to try and figure out what her calling is she was getting sick of being in the dress shop she wanted to find something else something next in her life it took her a while she was kind of bored for a bit upset depressed wondering what the hell she's supposed to be doing now and then she finally figured it out she's gonna be a journalist she's gonna be a chief editor she is going to be the next newspaper of hope valley when hope calls that's another show sorry it was very nice i was like yes my girl's a great gossip of course my girl is gonna do her own her own newspaper i approve rosie i approve I was very happy about how she chose it, and it took her a while to choose it, just like how it took Lee a while to figure out what he wanted to do. He was like, I'm always getting things for other people to make things and do their dream, but he doesn't know what he wants to make. What does he want to turn something into? What does he want to focus his life on? Besides his lumber business it keeps them afloat and lets them do everything in life that he ever wanted to do but what's his purpose in life and career he still doesn't know and then he figures out by the end that it's being the mayor and there will power a couple newspaper in the mayor you could say they're in bed together <laughs> oh. we've got to learn a little bit more about lee and his family when we learned about his niece and his sister getting now very uptight and very pessimistic and very overprotective but she calmed down by the end you know and let her daughter grow up and free life but wanted her to come back but apparently wasn't enough because the daughter got her boyfriend or maybe got married by that picture and I got what else. Hmm. Um. And it's not it. it took a while when Elizabeth explained it to the mother, being like, you and your husband, it's possible that he doesn't know a side of you. Now, did you prevent him from knowing or did he see it and just ignore it? Then that's his own fault. If you didn't show it to him in the first place because you're so strong and you have a ball, <laughs> that's what you your husband. you're supposed to be able to share everything. Partners, remember, in all, share your weaknesses and strengths. For each other no matter what, that was that. So hopefully that gets resolved. <sighs> I mean like we didn't get an official notice, but Lucas and Elizabeth made up about it at the very least. I mean he was more along the fact that you didn't tell him that that happened, but you can't explain the situation, but it was still a sticky situation regardless. Mother was wrong to put her in that situation. What else? Oh, so Mike has a crush on Fiona. We already knew this. We're not sure if Fiona reciprocates. We aren't sure. Mike is in charge of the oil business that looked like it was going to go belly up for a second. And then they got some nice flush gas oil when Lucas and Gowan came back together and decided to work at it as an official team, partners for real, they did it. What else? Oh, the Clara situation, they got scammed. Jesse got kicked out for a while. They were both miserable separately. They were both upset separately. He even got himself stuck up in the mountains where we thought he died for a hot second. But he came back and I was like, my girl ain't gonna lose another husband, eh? I mean, like, this town has been through enough. There has been through enough. She already lost enough family. I mean, her circuit mother's gone along with her brothers and sisters. So, you know? that's fixed and then uh, I think um, Clara's gonna mainly be in the cafe with her and Minnie and then in the dress shop with her and Rosie or rather just her because Rosie is gonna be in the newspaper and she's gonna be sharing <laughs> Lee's office like I couldn't I mean my girl came in and took it over and Lee actually be like you know let me just give you a table and everything you need so you can just stay right there okay I mean, like you might as well just get it out of the building. you can need one for your campaign situation anyway. Y'all can't be in the same place, you know. y'all. Y'all the drivers are the nuts. Oh, well, he can hold it in most of the time, and Rosie's gonna realize later. And be like, oh, sorry, Lee. You know, in her very rosy sweet voice. What else? I like how Rosie and um, Rosie and Lee were not about their niece's boyfriend at all. And he's like, no and then they were trying to explain and was like, no, I don't need an explanation, no <laughs> yeah, I just loved it I didn't like the guy, I mean, honestly I'm mean, sure he had the bad boy thing going but he wasn't all that cute to me it wasn't worth, I don't know getting my possible freedom parents mad at me and sent back to Alcatraz so, no but I guess it was love at first sight for those two or love it for steel. Let's see. I already talked about Nathan and how he was like a deja vu of Jack and Destiny and all that. So I think that's it. Hmm. I talked about, oh, Robert is going to become a bounty. When he graduated, it was a very cute celebration. Everyone came out, it was beautiful. Oh, my heart. Sang with a beautiful song and they decided to write for them. It was very nice. Okay, what else? I like how Lucas and Elizabeth got together. I mean, it took a hot minute. Where we thought it was gonna be her and Nathan, and then they explained it away. Be like, no. And then Lucas was gonna get out of dodge because he like he can't see the person he loves with some two-bit guy that he doesn't really like or at least tolerates. I don't know if they made up by the end or not because it looked like Nathan was trying to say that she didn't choose me, and then Lucas is like, Are you sure she didn't choose me? Cause like because um, Elizabeth all the misunderstandings and her up and down with different guys and not explaining while she's with a current guy and especially that little game that they played with the hands, it didn't look like it was supposed to go the way that I wanted it to go, but it did. I mean they had that lovely ending at the bridge where Elizabeth was crying and she, she she actually looked like she was crying her eyes out all night. And then Lucas came in and she's like, I thought you were gone and I was saying, I was waiting for you forever and be like, You still love me and like I wasn't sure you still wanted me and then they kissed and it was beautiful and it was just like Rosemary said, you just fling yourself into your love's arms. Oh it was it was magical. I kinda wanted flowers to just fall out all around them. <sighs> I don't think anything especially after with jack this episode little jack of course he had cute babysitters um he was taken around a lot um i don't think so so yeah i think that's it so that was my when calls when calls are out of the show for season eight i hope you guys liked it I'm gonna be gone. You can follow me the Queen of Review and on Facebook. Now, let me go over all what got on my last nerves this episode. First, Nathan. Second, I think it was the Rosie and Elizabeth situation. Third, it was how Elizabeth treated Lucas. I did not like that at all. I did not like how she treated Lucas. She was kind of all over the place, which is understandable, because her feelings were all over the place, and she just lost her husband a while ago, but I still didn't like how she handled the situation. It was like I didn't like how Nathan handled the situation between him and Elizabeth and him and Ali and him and Lucas. Who else got out my last nerves? Those people, fourth place are those people who were um, scamming everyone in town, and we don't know what the hell going on. Like, what's actually happening? And then in fifth place, who got on my nerves? I know someone did, I can't remember who it was. I already said the Rosie and Elizabeth situation got on my nerves. I was like, Elizabeth you to wait too damn long to apologize to my girl. I think that was it. Oh, Jesse, Jesse got on my nerves with him and that Clara situation. It it was mind boggling how he just kind of receded into past character mistakes, character flaws that it looked like he overcame and got better it it just upset my soul anyway thanks for listening i hope you guys enjoy it can't wait for season nine it's coming and my favorite team lucas is at the house at an official and it looked like it's gonna be maybe nathan and faith i like a little hint and wink wink i wasn't sure but it looked like it it looked like a little hint hint wink wink you know all right Bye! Be safe during Corona, yeah?